Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crowe portrays an ex-homicide detective unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. There's no right or wrong. I think we get really caught up in these design do's, don'ts all the time, but it's got to be personal. Like it's got to be really all about you your lifestyle, and how you want to live within the space. Welcome to Being Home with Hunker, a podcast where we explore the idea of home, not just as a place where you live, but as an expression of your identity. Today on the show, we have Arielle Kay. Arielle is the founder of Parachute, a bedding brand that specializes in what's soft and cozy. Think bedding, towels, robes, slippers, pillows, and blankets, as well as other home decor items. Arielle believes that since our homes are so personal, we should be aware of the things that are meaningful to us and to not get so caught up in the do's and don'ts of design trends. On this episode, Arielle discusses why she decided to create Parachute, and of course, we talk a bit about sleep hygiene and how she sets up her bedroom. She also talks about how her love for entertaining turned into a love for creating intentional spaces, and how small and accessible edits to our spaces can make things feel fresh. So, let's welcome our guest, Arielle Kay. You know, sleep hygiene has become such a buzzword in the past few years where people are really seeing the importance of sleep. And it's not cool to say, oh, I sleep four hours a night because I'm so busy. Like, that's just not the thing anymore. The healthy thing is getting plenty of sleep and having a whole system around it. Well, we talk a lot about how the idea of health and wellness has evolved over time. You know, it was fitness and then it's healthy eating. And then now it's so much about, you know, with skincare and the things that you're putting on your body and now with sleep, you know, I think we've started to evolve and look more holistically around, you know, what wellness means. And there's this health and home that I think is a newer concept, but it's something that we talk about internally a lot just in terms of, you know, the opportunity and why the home is such an incredible place to be and to build a brand. Because I think, to your point, people more and more are realizing 
that, you know, sleep impacts your health, your happiness, your productivity, it might be the most important thing to longevity and to just, you know, taking care of yourself and have the biggest impact. When you were developing Parachute, did sleep hygiene come into play for you? Were you talking to sleep experts? Was that a consideration? So I started as a bedding brand. And the reason I started as a bedding brand was because I knew that sleep impacts so much of your life, like we just talked about. And so I felt that, you know, the vision was always to build this larger home brand. But I felt if I could really, really connect with customers in the bedroom, in this most intimate part of your home that is just so important that I could build that trust and that could expand into other parts of the home. And so, yeah, it was definitely part of the consideration. I did not, you know, talk to sleep experts. I did plenty of research and I knew, you know, intuitively as a person who was not sleeping well and did see the impact of having a great, you know, set of sheets and amazing mattress and, and what that would do to my sleep experience. Have you seen any changes in your customers' behavior because of the pandemic and how they're buying products for their home? Because now you've expanded from the bedroom and you're reaching out into the home and there's a lot of softness and comfort with Parachute. Yeah. So have you seen a difference since the pandemic with your customers and what they're purchasing yeah, absolutely. So I think there's a few different things. You know, early in the pandemic, as everyone was really stuck at home, you know, as the world closed, you know, these are the first few months of the pandemic, there were no stores that were open, you know, there was, you know, limited ability to really leave your house. Um, we did see a lot of customers saying, okay, if I'm going to be here, I might as well really upgrade my experience at home and add more comfort. And, you know, I'm not investing in travel, I'm not investing in entertainment, like I'm going to invest in my home. So we did see a lot of customers come and refresh their bedding, refresh their bath, think about buying robes, just thinking about how to create a more cozy and happy environment. And I think that continues because there was a trend that was heading this direction pre-pandemic, but the way that we've been thinking about it is home is really the center of activity. You know, it's not just the place where you come home after work and where you rest and you refresh and then you leave and go about your day. And it's not this place where you spend a limited amount of time, you're spending a lot of time at home. And even as the world slowly opens up and people are, you know, experiencing and, and testing a more hybrid model with work and people are starting to travel more, we're still spending more time at home than we ever have before. And that's a trend that I don't see changing. And we also see a lot of people moving. I mean, that has some a trend throughout COVID, people relocating, you know, 70% of people, you know, wanting to redecorate their home. There's significant trends that are happening now that I think will continue, um, especially because the future of work is so unpredictable still and, and is going to be different than it ever was, you know, pre-pandemic. Yeah. Yeah, we're seeing all those trends, too, with many people moving away, many people working from home, and yeah. many people working in their sweatpants just to be comfortable. Yeah, well, I um, early in the pandemic, I may have coined the term, the robe is the new blazer, um, which is something <laughs> that I think is quite true. Um, you know, all of a sudden, we're at home, and that robe really from the waist up, you know, can yeah. look very similar to a, a nice duster or coat or a blazer. So, um, Ooh, I have to check that out. Yeah. So before Parachute, you had a career in advertising and brand development, and you had a deep love for home decor and design. You were a home design enthusiast and you had a blog. Yes. 
back in the day? I did. <laughs> it was called Second Story View, and it's now um, not something you can find online. It was, you know, a place where I was reviewing products and posting pictures of some of the home decorating and design work that I was doing for both myself and some of my friends in New York. And, you know, I was acting as a on-the-side interior designer and decorator for some of my good friends as just a, a side passion project. And as a result, you know, became very immersed in the category, um, kind of a super consumer of these products. Many friends were asking me to go shopping with them and to help them think about their spaces. And that was what partially inspired this brand because I started noticing that really there was a lot to be desired, especially within textiles, you know, and this is 2010 to 2012. I mean, I started my blog back in 2006. So very early for the blogging days. But, you know, over the years, I really did realize that many of the heritage players in the home space or textiles in general were not focused on sheeting in terms of design. You know, it was much of an afterthought. It was kind of an upsell opportunity. The focus was really more on furniture. And so when I was ideating around, you know, the opportunity within the home space, I really saw an opportunity to be intentional about the design of these textiles to improve the quality that was out there, to be more transparent about how they were made, the chemicals that should be avoided, the marketing gimmicks that were so often <laughs> included in the products, and just the experience themselves, you know. You remember it's, you know, the floor to ceiling stacked products and plastic wrap was sort of the, you know, the way you purchase sheets. And so to me, it was just a huge opportunity to connect with a customer because these are products we use every day. You know, these aren't products that, you know, we take out every once in a while. These are real important products in our life. Yeah, I totally agree. Did you grow up with a love of home design and decor and, say, textiles? Like, was that part of your home or something your parents modeled for you? I grew up with a love of entertaining and hosting. Um, growing up, my house was the house that everyone wanted to hang out at. And, you know, we often gathered there. And so there was a love for really creating a space and a welcoming space um, and an environment that was very inviting and comfortable. And so when I moved to New York for college and then stayed um, for grad school and for many years to work professionally, I think my passion evolved from just being kind of a secret homebody that's happiest when I have my friends at home to really enjoying the decorating process. I was always doing home projects. I was always thinking about how to, you know, evolve the space, you know, living in various size New York apartments, you know, some of them were quite small and you had to be very creative. Yeah. But I just like, I really started to be more of an enthusiast around design and really it was coming naturally to me. It was something that really brought me a lot of joy and, you know, friends were turning to me for advice. You know, I'm not a trained interior designer, but I do love design. And I, I recognized that I had a clear point of view and intuitively knew what I liked and what I didn't like. And so that was certainly kind of what guided our early design process as a brand. But I mean, I think it started as a love for just having people over and then evolved into creating intentional spaces and purposeful spaces. Do you have the DIY bug in you at all? Um, yes, I definitely I did in those days, you know, I was building shelves and furniture and doing things like that. Yeah. These days, I have less of a DIY 
life. Yeah. <laughs> um, one of my closest friends is the queen of DIY. And so I like to, oh, you know, look to her for her own expertise. But I do love mixing things up. And one of my favorite things to do, and I actually wrote a book that came out at the beginning of the pandemic called How to Make a House a Home. And one of the things that I talk about in that book is really shopping your spaces and how to create fresh ideas within your space with the existing products that you have. And I think it's sort of DIY light <laughs> as an approach, but yeah, you know, it's incredible what moving a piece of art from one room to another or switching up pillows or, you know, even moving a rug or just, you know, thinking about how you can make small adjustments that have a huge impact. And so that's sort of how I approach less DIY, but more just kind of creative exploration within your home. Yeah. I love that thought because we're changing all the time as people and perhaps we want to change our spaces, but being able to do it with the items we already have, as you just mentioned, like moving a piece of art somewhere or a rug and not feeling like we're stuck in a certain look or rut with what we have is a fresh approach because we might have a different way of looking at our space six months from now. Totally. And having the freedom to be able to move things around is freeing and creative. Yeah. Well, and I was going to say, actually, that from Parachute's perspective, that is core to everything that we do at Parachute. You know, when we're designing products, we're always looking at the entire collection because our goal is even as we introduce new colors or new styles or new fabrics, and as we're moving into things like furniture, we really want people to feel like everything is so versatile and everything goes together. You know, we really look at our product assortment as how can we create more that people love that go together and never feel like you're trapped in one sort of style so that you can really continue to shop and move things around and throw here and throw there. And it's one of the reasons why I was excited to start this brand with textiles is that, you know, changing your duvet cover on your bed can literally make your room feel like a brand new room. You know, you don't need to get a new bed frame, a new dresser, a new side table. It's like these very small and accessible edits or changes to the space can completely make something feel fresh. Yeah, that's nice. It's nice for people to know you don't have to do a whole overhaul and spend a whole bunch of money to get a different look. I love that idea. Yeah, like simple pillows or adding a quilt at the end of your bed, you know, can really add a sense of cozy and dimension. So you've a newish home for about six months or so. Yeah. When you were setting up your bedroom, getting back to sleep, what were some of your tools and tricks for creating the most optimal sleeping space for yourself? I really actually do feel pretty passionately that your bedroom should feel very calm, at least for me. You know, other people might want more bold pops, but for me, it was really all about creating a softness, still with personality, but a place that, you know, when I walk into this room, it feels like a sigh, like a deep breath, like it's just like an exhale and a release. I was really excited about, you know, finding neutrals that were still created personality, but really it was all about this sense of zen relaxation. I have two kids under three. The rest of my house can feel somewhat chaotic um, with that energy and the inevitable toys and things. So really I wanted my room to be soft, to be very cozy, to be a place where I could retreat, where I could relax, where I could take a deep breath. And also because this is 
a larger room than I've had before. I wanted to create a space that was not just my bed where I could sit, where I could read, that could feel just like deliberate for relaxation in a different way. So that was something that I really prioritized too. But yeah, lots of cozy textures, softness, you know, round edges, um, not a lot of angles. I really kept things kind of fresh. We're actually in my room now. Oh, This mirror is about as colorful as it gets. There's like a nice ombre (laughs) tone to it, which is fun. Yeah. Now, do you do things like blackout shades? I I actually really enjoy waking up to the sunlight. And we just painted my bedroom so we have no shades up. Um, And so we have very much been waking up to the sun. But I actually do enjoy having the option. So I'm a person that likes to have the blackout shades with some shears underneath. So it can kind of have a mix of both, you know, for days that I just need to, to close it up. But, you know, again two young kids. I'm waking up early. And these days with daylight savings, it's often before the sun's up anyway. So, but I do enjoy getting dark and cozy. And I think that can be really helpful for deep sleep. And are you a phone person by your bed? Or do you put that in another room? Uh, You know, every year I I say that I'm going to be a phone person in the other room. (laughs) Right now, the phone is in the room, but the charger is not, I can't reach it by the bed. So I feel like I'm like in the middle. If anyone out there has better self-control than I do, put your phone outside the bedroom. It really does make a difference. But if I'm being perfectly honest... It's kind of close. I think a lot of people have that goal of putting it outside of their room, and it seems to be a challenge. I have that goal. I also have the goal of, you know, no screens for at least 30 to 45 minutes before bed. Sometimes it happens. Sometimes it doesn't. I try not to be too critical of myself when it comes to these things um, because it's just life. Yeah, very true. And getting back to your home, do you have essentials that are super important to you or non-negotiables? Especially since you've been setting up a new space, perhaps, where you're able to dictate even more of what you want? Yeah, so that's a good question. I mean, I think, you know, it's interesting with this house and when we moved in, I really prioritized the outdoor space, um, which, you know, may have, you know, maybe with the times of COVID and, you know, wanting to make sure that we could gather outside. But, you know, we live in Southern California. We are generally lucky to have great weather year round. So one of the first things I did when we moved in was really create an optimal space for relaxing outside, for dining outside, for playing with the kids outside. And indoors, you know, I think I'm a big organization person. So clutter is something that I can't really deal with. And I like to uh, make sure that everything has a home. So I spent a lot of time in the first, you know, month of living here really thinking about organization systems and how to create space. We put some cabinets in our garage and we really looked at the house and, you know, said, how can we make sure that everything has a home? And I find that with clutter, like it clutters my brain. It's not just a visual thing. And so, and especially with kids and lots of toys, um, I really wanted to create a good system. So I like to, you know, in our garage, we have bins that are kind of organized by, you know, things that are more like holiday decorations and things that are like a once a year thing, things that are more monthly, things that are weekly. um, And then, you know, keeping things in the house that are, you know, we're using frequently. But organization was a big part of how we set up this home. And then creating cozy spaces is important to me. So 
having a big cozy couch that can fit the whole family and creating spaces for play. I love it. So back to Parachute. Yes. You have 11 brick and mortar stores. We have 12 open today. Um, we've got a few opening in the new year. and But by the end of next year, we'll have about 30. That's amazing. Yeah. It's quite exciting. Just sprinkled all throughout the U.S.? All throughout the U.S. Um, you know, today we're in many major DMAs. We are opening some stores in the Midwest next year. We're opening some more stores in the South. We're really spreading ourselves out. So, you know, the goal is to really be where our customer lives and how they prefer to shop. And I think about that like equally as in terms of physical space, like we do want to be where our customer is because we do know a lot of people do appreciate being able to touch and feel these products. And that historically, you know, in the past 10, 15 years was how all of these products were purchased. It was very much a touch and feel in-store experience. But we also, you know, we think about that digitally too. So, you know, we, in the past year and a half, launched a virtual styling consultation program. So you can have that kind of in-store experience online. But really, it's very exciting to open stores. You know, our products are really beautiful. They're very tactical. You want to touch and feel them. And we create our stores to really feel like a home so you can experience the products in you know, rather authentic way. And, you know, we actually, you know, and from a brand building experience, we do see a really amazing halo effect when we open a store in a certain location in terms of our e-com growth too. So we know that having a store, you know, just only enhances our online shopping too. So 30 stores by the end of 2022. That's amazing. Yeah. It's so exciting for you. It is really exciting. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. So you have young kids at home and your company is booming. How do you make space for yourself? Do you have rituals or routines? Do you have a special place that you go that's just for you? Uh, yes and no. Um, these days, there's a lot of activity at home. I'm still working at home. 
most of the time. I am a big fan of taking long walks. I like to exercise and and that's, you know, for me a big part of kind of mental health and sanity is getting the endorphins flowing. Um but long walks are, you know, really where I clear my head, you know, if I need to think, if I need to process something, I'm I'm on a long walk. I try to make time for the occasional bath, which is something that I enjoy doing and usually is private, although I have my daughter will barge in every once in a while. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I think, you know, having personal time is key and um, it's still a balancing act right now. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I, I would say getting out of the house, taking long walks, um, you know, I feel very fortunate to live by the beach and, you know, I'm a five minute drive to the beach and being able to just park there and go walk for 20 minutes and or sit on the sand is just a very meditative space for me. So I've been prioritizing that more and more. Yeah, that's beautiful. And do you feel like when you're out walking, is that when you get your downloads of ideas? Is that when inspiration hits you as far as your business and things you want to work on? Yeah, I mean, you know, it's like as funny and cliche as it is, like, you know, ideas pop up in the shower, they pop up in long walks. You know, I find that there's so much inspiration just all over. You know, I'm inspired by the color of the leaves on the trees, you know, as the seasons changes. I mean, there's so much stuff that like, for me, is really inspiring from a brand perspective. But yeah, I mean, I find that, especially if I'm feeling frustrated, or feeling burnt out or exhausted, you know, that fresh air, getting out of the house, getting some space, leaving my phone at home, really disconnecting, you know, not using that time to like throw on a podcast or listen to music, like really just getting quiet can be really helpful. Um, And I find, like I mentioned, the beach, you know, just like watching the waves is such a relaxing, meditative space. You kind of just get into that trance of watching the waves go. And yeah, it's really nice. But try to I try to take some breaks here and there. I actually find it sometimes harder to take breaks when we're working from home because there's less of a separation, you know, between work zone and home zone. And so um, you have to be more, I think, mindful of just how you're creating boundaries with work and life. And what part of your work makes you happiest? When do you feel like you're really in your zone? Well, my brain is a creative brain. So I'm the happiest when I'm working with our physical products and getting to connect with our product team and touching and feeling and looking at samples and getting inspired by the direction of the brand and, you know, where we're going for different seasons. Um, And I also love working with our creative team. So actually thinking about the creative design of our images and the storytelling. So that's where I, I like to spend a lot of my time. But I also, though, and I think that most people who find themselves working at fast-growing startups, like I love solving problems. And I love actually being brought into the problem-solving situations that are actually outside of that creative zone. Um, I think it's really important to collaborate and be cross-functional and get out of your lane um, when there's big problems to solve or big ideas that you're thinking about. And so we've got an extremely collaborative executive team and department heads, like we bring big topics and we we like to talk them out. And so I love, um, you know, I think you learn so much during those, you know, problems or during challenges or, or things that are particularly difficult to solve. And so 
I spend part of my day dealing with the soft stuff and the beautiful stuff, but then I really like to dig in and to think about how do we solve this logistical issue or this operational challenge. Um, and then I would say the last part of it, which is the people part. I mean, our team is growing. We're, our team is getting quite large, and I am very passionate about the culture and how we think about development of our individuals and our team members and career pathing. And, you know, for me, it's so important that, and this is from my own experience that, you know, I need to be learning. Like I always need to be learning and growing and being curious about the world around me and the business. And so I also spend a fair amount of my time thinking about the team and our people development. Mm, Right. So when you think of Parachute, do you think of yourself as a home brand? Yeah, we uh, we call ourselves a home lifestyle brand now. We've branched out into things like loungewear and, you know, also kind of more of the tabletop and the hosting things, you know, and, and now we're even starting to kind of think about the work from home world and how our products can support that experience. But yes, home lifestyle is sort of what we call it internally. So here on this podcast, we're all about home. Yeah, of course. And what we talk about is about how our homes are reflections of our identities and how now more than ever, especially since the pandemic, we're creating spaces to really reflect who we are. Yep. And it's the 360 experience because many of us are working from home. Some have families at home. It becomes much more centralized for us. So how would you say your home tells a story of you? Yeah, that's a great question. And I think I'll have a better answer to that as we continue to get more furniture and as the home really <laughs> becomes a home. But you know, I mentioned the book that I wrote. You know, the idea of that book was all about creating purposeful personal space. So my philosophy and the way that I've always, and I think, you know, I mentioned, you know, part of the, what got me into home was this idea of like loving to host and loving to create welcoming environments. And so, you know, I think that one of the most important things that you can do and and how I have always approached design is like, how do I create intentional spaces that really work for me and my family? When I'm thinking about designing a room and the design elements that I want to incorporate, you know, I think about what is the purpose of this room? You know, is this a room for getting cozy, for being covered in blankets? Is this like all about relaxation and comfort? Like, how should I design so that when people walk into this room, that is just so abundantly clear? You know, I want this room to be that purpose, you know, whereas perhaps there's another room where is all about listening to music and cocktails and it's kind of like the more adult zone, you know, and and that could be just like a small corner, you know, it doesn't need to be an entire room. But I really think about, you know, how do I want to use this space? You know, what are what am I passionate about? Like, is it board games and game nights? Is it having long dinners? Is it about building things? You know, like what what are the things that I do within my space and how do I create the most functional and get pieces and design for those purposes so that my home is not only a place to live, but it's like actually supporting my lifestyle and the things that bring me joy. And so taking a step back in my book, one of the things that I lead with most chapters is like asking some personal questions. Like, 
you know, what do you want? You know, what are you looking for? Um, you know, what is the architecture? What are the architectural cues that are the kind of the foundation here? But then how do you want to evolve them? You know, are there specific parts of your home that you want to be very versatile so that one night they could be a game night room and the other night they could be a movie night and the other night they could be a place to have dinner? I don't know, whatever it is, you know, but the idea for me has always been about there's so much information out there. There's so much design. There are so many ideas. You know, you can get lost on on websites and blogs and Pinterest, like all of these things. There's so much information coming at us about what a beautiful home or what a well-designed home looks like. And I think if you can like take a step back from that, which can be very overwhelming, and just really think about why and what and what's going to bring you joy in your space. Um, and that can be from like, I think about this from furniture or even from lighting, you know, it's like, is there a room that sometimes I want to be doing work in and I want to be reading in, but then I want it to be like really cozy and romantic sometimes, you know, like probably there will be different light fixtures that I can turn on and off to create these different vibes, you know? I don't know if that really answers your question, but that's been my big overarching philosophy about design is that, you know, there are so many people telling you what to do and do's and don'ts. And I think ultimately it's your personal space and you have to be very, I think, aware of the things that you really care about and don't get so caught up about the do's and don'ts or the design of the moment, you know, trends, you know, it really should be about the function and the intention of the space and how you want to use it so that it supports you. I 100% agree. The authenticity of a home. Yeah. Yeah. What feels right for each one of us depends on who's living in the home. Yeah. And for some people, like having a home that is so architecturally stunning and less cozy, like that might be really what brings them joy. And then for other people, like they want to just feel lived in, you know, and I think there's just like, there's no right or wrong. I think we get really caught up in these design do's, don'ts all the time, but it's got to be personal. Like it's got to be really all about you, your lifestyle and how you want to live within the space. Yeah. And speaking of joy, what brings you joy when you're home? Oh, that's a good question. Well, you know, I mentioned I've got these two little kids. I mean, I, you know, creating a space where we can just play and laugh and, you know, it's just very relaxing. Um, that certainly brings me joy. But I also, like I said, you know, part of my love for home came from hosting. And I am like so, so, so happy when I've got my friends over and we're having a good long meal and everyone is lingering and, no one is rushing to get up after they finish eating. That like essence, it's very simple. You know, for me, that's that really is what brings me joy. And my dining room table just arrived. So I'm excited to start. <laughs> it's perfect. Yeah. It's time to host. Start having some of those dinners because I've been waiting for that moment. But yeah, I mean, you know, I just, again, like home, I mean, your bedroom, we spoke about the bedroom being really like a sanctuary and a, a place to relax. But you know, I, I'm so, I love design. I love, love, love it. And I'm so, it's been so fun to design my home, but I want it, you know, I, I'm not a precious per like it should be lived in, you know, and I don't want to ever walk around my home feeling like I can't touch things or that my kids are not allowed to do this or that, you know, I want it to feel like a place to live. Mm -hmm. I get that. So I have one more question for you before we go. Okay. What does being home mean to you? 
You know, it's funny. We talk about this a lot at Parachute. Um, Home is not just a place. I mean, certainly it's a place, but it's really a feeling. And so for me, being at home to me is like this essence of comfort, of peace, of just happiness, being relaxed. That's, That's really for me what it's all about. And making memories, you know, I think especially we spend a lot of time here. And for me, home is just... It's that feeling. Hmm. Making memories. Mm -hmm. That's so sweet. Yeah. Well, this has been delightful. Oh, thank you so much. It's been lovely to chat with you. It's been lovely to chat with you, too. Thank you so much for taking the time to talk with me today. To learn more about Arielle, find her on Instagram at Arielle K. And Parachute on Instagram at Parachute Home. And head over to ParachuteHome.com to see all their products and goods, including their gorgeous bedding that I can personally attest to as being a dream to sleep on. Be sure to visit our show notes for direct links to where you can discover everything that's going on with Ariel and Parachute. You've been listening to Being Home with Hunker. For more information about this episode or others, visit Hunker.com forward slash podcast. And if you don't already, please follow our show. If you like what you hear, be sure to give us a five-star rating and review and share it with your friends. It really does help. Being Home with Hunker is produced by me, Lori Gunning Grossman, executive produced by Eve Epstein. The podcast is recorded and mixed at Night Shift Audio, theme music by Jonathan Grossman. Special thanks to our team at Hunker, senior designer, Maury Men, and director of audience development, Gina Goff. Hunker's mission is to inspire and empower you to create a space that expresses who you are, shows off your unique style, and makes your life happier and more productive. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.